Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 134. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two ambivalent artists whose idea of classical work is a picture of Spider-Man riding the Great Wave, Dave Grimma. That's me. Hey, Dick Luna. It's especially true, because Dave got me that picture that I have of Spider-Man riding the Great Wave. I know. It was a, it was a internal ref. I was like, they do think this is classic, even though I think it's un, it's weird. Because Spider-Man guy. doesn't really, like, surf. How dare you? He could. He would be an excellent surfer. He would be fine at surfing. I wonder Doesn't if he really... could surf without the board. <laughs> is he that great a balance? Just... Yeah. Is he... I can't believe you. But I don't know, know if he would have that kind of buoyancy. Where it... he would just sink because he's what a man. What is wrong with you? I, I need to understand how you made this decision based on how you know. What you what do you know about Spider-Man that tells you he wouldn't be a good surfer? Not that I don't think he would be a good surfer, but I would possibly well i guess he... man this is one of those episodes where we're right out of the gate we're just completely we, guess, we got their attention we you asked the... you asked me to defend my convictions i am unable to do so at this time but what i can do is talk about the game the main topic game tonight which mm. is the da, 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 the procession to calgary 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 is a calgary. place in canada i always think that mistake <laughs> but before we do that Wait. let's check in with the boys dave grimma we'll kick it to you What's how up? are you doing sir I'm alright. Uh, I watched that movie Moxie, that Netflix movie, the other day. It was pretty good. I don't know what this is about. Yeah, no, you, you know got me. Moxie? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did the character have Moxie? It's about like uh, it's like a bunch of high schoolers who rise up to uh, with their feminist agenda to take down the patriarchy at the school. Wow. Oh, at the school, not like in general. Yeah. Not oh. like yeah, yeah. Just like you know. Because all the boys were ranking the girls and, you know, like, uh, things of that nature. Uh, I wouldn't know um, anything the, the, You know, there was, like, the, the main jock guy who just kind of, like, does whatever he wants because he's, what, handsome and tall? Those are two you good know? characteristics, I would say. <laughs> you know, and then, like, you know, people were, had the attitude of just, like, oh, just lay low and, you know, and, you know someone shows up and is like, actually, I'm going to have my head up high. Why why should I have to deal with, you know, his BS? And, like, it, it gets going. Spoil like, it. Well, how do, they take, how do they take it down? Do they cover him in some sort of blood, like in Carrie? How <laughs> do they take him down? It's <laughs> kind the of first a serious example? thing. Oh, it's kind of a serious thing? Or... Yeah. <laughs> it's not joyful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking down like the patriarchs, Mark. I'm not going to lie. Taking down the patriarchy sounds yeah, that, wrong for That a sounds great, but it's not exactly like, yay. It's more mm-hmm. like, this is necessary for. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> a, it's, to a, it's a great correctly. movie. I, would, cool. I recommend it. I feel like you don't watch a lot of movies these days. I, this, yeah, this I don't, good. but I'm trying, trying to what? ingest what this, other uh, media. What brought this upon you? This movie, what, what, what I haven't well, heard of I had, it, so I, had, I feel like I had seen Instagram ads a while back. Oh yeah, Instagram. that was what you know. That's what started it for me. I think. I just like Mark saying Instagram with really starry eyes. I mean, Instagram. I just like I've heard of this Instagram. I have one. I've just never mm-hmm. used it. But yeah, I I do have a spreadsheet of movies that I um I should watch, but I feel like I don't know if I have that kind of time. I'm gonna. Gonna twiddle the old uh, joysticks yeah. there. It's funny because I'm playing Mario with my downstairs neighbor Michelle, and mm-hmm. we were talking Mario. about it she, Mario Super, New Super Mario Bros. You, okay. I don't know. The only, <laughs> the only side-scrolling <laughs> one that you could play two players that I have. Um, 
on the Switch. And we, while we were playing, because she's not much of a gamer, but she's getting into Mario. And I was like, see, isn't this more fun than movies? And she was like, it's about the same. And I'm like, no way. This is because mm. she was like, she's which, she which, was, which Mario again? New Super Mario Bros. U. Oh, I think you're mad. Which yeah. Mario again? I'm done with this man. <laughs> uh, and it was just funny because I don't know. I think we. I said it's about the same to me, like time spending wise. Like this mm. is more in- enjoyable and more um, beneficial because you're using your brain. You're not just sitting down and letting it come to you. You're at. You have to give no, the game something you, so it gives it back to you. I don't know. I feel like when I in, or am enjoying a movie, I'm often like thinking ahead of mm. how the plot is going to unfold. So you're bad at like, that though. You kind of almost ruin it for yourself cuz you're I'm just going like, to dissect this before I'm surprised by the it. stupidest <laughs> things as as a counter as a counter thought process that I have. I just my brain's like Oh, he was the killer. What? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "Yeah, idiot. Didn't you see?" I'm like, "No." See, sometimes it pays to be just not as attention to detail, but if you will. But yeah, to that end, I agree with Mark. If I have movie time, I've got time for games like Eastward. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Came out. Yeah, you started. I did. I I am firmly excited to continue. Oh, that's good. It is. It is so full of character and i'm pretty sure that i'm going to assign it as homework for you guys to play as well Ooh, so that's and, gonna be but that would be your big boy then oh yeah it would be i uh, totally yeah sure i think it's like 20 hours 30 hours right it's a long game that it's, one critique i heard of it is that it's like a really great 15 hour game that lasts 30 hours yeah but you know what though like i love the world that this game mm. built I hope this continues. Maybe I'll get bored of it, but I still will have the admiration that I've already got for it. So I'm really enjoying Eastward. It's very nice. It's, Does it it's, feel like Earthbound? Does it have vibes? It has that weird what's going on in the world kind of question out there. It also has that ambiguous what's... We're not really fighting evil. We're more so traversing the events. It's, going it's, east? Yes. It's oh. <laughs> part of it, I think. It's just good. It's a good change of pace, especially since, like, I, I think I'm going to take it back a couple of steps with Destiny for a second. Just, the, just like, oh. a, I got two seals in one day the other day. Like, I finished them both at the same time, and I was like, whew, like a sigh of relief, kind of like. Let me, and it's over, uh, the, the season will be over, like, uh, beginning of next year, this season. Mm. So everything I have to do that's on a time limit will be, I have a lot of time. Mm. So, I can work on that slowly and play games like Eastward. So, I'm excited to bring that to you guys. Uh, the, well, I don't know. It's here, like even going back to like the movie thing. It's always things like that. It's like, do you want to play Eastward or do you want to watch 15 movies? It's like, oh, they're about equivalent time. It just little sort of things like that. It just makes you realize like, oh, these games are so long. Games are long, and you. I remember when I was playing Jack and Daxter, the original Jack and Daxter. It took me and. I mean, you guys aren't going to be very surprised. A year to beat the game. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. But I remember distinctly slowing down on it because I wanted to have a reason to keep visiting that world mm. before I got everything and I was done. Mm. So, like, it's. I like the idea of having an alternate reality to visit sometimes and that alternate reality being consistent. See, I, I'm all about the, the completions, and that just gives me anxiety. Just I just like, love how knowing much, that How much time this, do I need? How can there's I, this get world this? that... That's why Destiny is the thing for me, because there's this world out there that I could just it's your, visit. It's your comfort gun. Yeah. Just chew on it. Well, speaking of orbits, 
Mark. Oh. Or it's I have some and... on my desk right now. How how has your how has your entertainment life been? Have you been enjoying the football games? No, (laughs) I have not, and I'm I'm actually angry about that. No, this is my safe place. Shut up! Uh, How many many interceptions did Zach Wilson throw today? See, this podcast will already be a couple weeks old by then. Maybe they played Denver and they he looked great. Aha! He looked great against Patriots, and what happened? No, I'm not talking about that. Um, I played. I played through Last Stop, which is coming up this season, and Mm -hmm. that is a game I need to talk to people about because Mm. I've. It's it did not get well good reviews, and I completely understand why. Mm. And my feelings on that game greatly, greatly went through like a roller coaster shift as they played it. So I want to talk about that, Mm -hmm. but that'll be future pod. Um, I started playing, I'm trying to finish up the Mass Effect trilogy, so I've dubbed into three again now. Um, probably about, like, ten hours into it or so. And it, again, it, like, comparing one to two, and now two to three to kind of this nice kind of truncated timeline. Um, it feels really good. Like, it just feels like a continual streamline of what the original idea was. Um... I get I'm getting to play through the two DLCs I never played through, so those those feel like really like involved. But I like the the character interaction feels a little bit better in this one, just in terms of missions. I feel like it does kind of matter who I take because I, I I think they just have more opportunities to talk, or at least it feels that way. The cast is not as good as two. Three has by far. I remember not liking him, but that James fellow who Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, plays is like a big block of yeah 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 he's just a block of meat worst character he's the worst character and especially like looking back at he's so cringe because it feels like oh let's make him kind of ethnic and he'll just drop like an ethnic word every now and then and that's what makes him ethnic so he's like completely speaks english and then he calls someone loco for no reason (laughs) or pendejo just like okay you're spanish i get it but or at least you speak some form of that but like it has no reflection on his character or mm. it's just he sucks he just sucks so and he's like a character that they put in the game to like you know they added like all these action elements to mass effect 3 and then they were like we need we need a character for the call of duty people were trying to pull over honestly that's that that's i would agree with that he's just he stinks but you know liara is there gyrus is there i like Eden. all of the hits Oh, the the people I need there. I haven't got to tell you about yet. Like, I but. feel like if if I have the option, I'd just never take James with me. He's just oh, like, I, I never. He's I mean, he's actually not bad in, like, fighting, but no. he's, the game itself is not, unless you're playing on, like, Insanity, it's, like, not that hard. I've gotten mm. to that point again where I got my Black Widow sniper rifle, and it's, mm. like, it feels, like, unnormal. It just kind of feels like easy mode. And back there, click, get out of the car, click, everyone's dead. Go on. Well, on the subject of Mass Effect, does the Knights of the Old Republic remake have you thinking that Bioware magic is going to come back to? I mean, before before Mass Effect Seven or whatever the next one's called. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I'm not. That was a great game. Knights of the, the Old Republic. That's the Old Republic is arguably. It, 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 yeah, sorry, I'm not going on. That's the Old Republic rant. It's a good game. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's, <laughs> that's, that's one like a, call it. Yeah, like that's an amazing game. So. Yeah. I don't know, like, I can't get too excited about it because, like, I don't know what it, it's going to be like. I, I wonder if they're going to keep it turn-based. I can't imagine they do. That seems insane. I don't know. I they could keep it turn-based. They could bring it more to Mass Effect. 
Um, yeah, like, turn... I think it's gonna get more action-y, but, like, I don't know. So, like, my excitement for it, I'm excited, but, like, I need to see what that game is actually gonna look like before I it is true. get like, really excited ha- about it. Having the, the lightsabers not be, like, action kind of took that pressure off, because yeah. action, I only, I feel like Jedi Fallen Order finally got lightsaber action pretty okay. You know? Yeah, that's... And it's just like that. It's like, how can you release a game that's got a lightsaber and it's turn-based in a, in a post-Jedi Fallen Order world? It's like, you right. can't do that. Like, so, tempered expectations for it. Uh, like, it was also, like, speaking of, like, the Sony showcase, like, that and, like, Wolverine were, like, the big things that everyone was, like, losing their mm-hmm. minds over. I'm excited, but I need to see what that is going to look like, because... I can't I, imagine. I just have so much faith after Spider-Man. Like they, I feel like oh, they yeah. took, they took. Well, they all. You know what? The other thing is that they had a great game to base, like put their groundwork on with Spider-Man mm. Two. Mm. Like they knew that game is beloved. They were like, all right, we just gotta make it remind people of Spider-Man Two, and then we can put our sauce on top. And it's a great game. Wolverine has a good movie adaptation that's on PS3, but it was kind of campy. So like. Yeah, like they've they've said this is going to be darker right. and more mature themes, but like I don't know, I, I need I mean, but you're right though. It's like Insomniac has really kind of you know it's insane when you think about it. They released Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, and we already know their next two games mm-hmm. in like in a, basically a year. Like that's insane. The right. the, the pace that they're going. They're at. so busy right now. They seem very busy. They must be also loaded with people to work on them, but which is good. But like, oh, it's gotta be hundreds. Yeah. Well, they have two teams. They had a team in like North Carolina, which was the Ratchet team, but then I think Mm -hmm. the other ones in I forget where the other one is. But there's like hundreds of people. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, But I I, like being a Tomic again. Like, there's no. I feel very confident. There's zero percent chance it's a. Anything less than like a good game, it'll be fine. It's just we can't envision it. It's kind of like can't envision it. Can't envision it because we don't know what it is yet. We're not making it. I mean, I, I would, I will be disappointed if there's no like skin for like the the yellow one with the they'll blue. They'll do that stuff. They'll do I that need stuff. that. Yeah, I, they, I hope they'll, that's there. They'll, <laughs> there's the they, they know fan service is important. I think, mm-hmm. especially since it's like it's a comic book character. It's not just like a classic game. You know, isn't that all Marvel is at these days? Fan service. Anything that involves any kind of nostalgia is all fan service. I feel, you know, that's good. It's not a bad thing. It feels good. But there's also good stories that they like. Sometimes you want to be served. Sometimes (laughs) you want to be served. (laughs) Well, let's get to it. Let's serve the listener with our main topic. Get served. Whatever. If it's a dance fight, then it's bad. What a great movie. That's a great movie. Anyway, main topic. Dan Colonna. Hey. Caught off guard. Yep. Didn't see it coming. You think. <laughs> but you know what it is? I was looking up the word possess. And that's, that's up true. here. Um, that's possess. close. Process. Uh, I have, uh, let's see, definitions. I do not possess a television set. Have as belonging to own. Not sure um, why you're doing this. Secondary definition of the word possess of a demon spirit, especially an evil one. Um, all right. So this is <laughs> called the procession to Calvary. Procession. Procession. Not Calgary. Calgary. Not Calgary. No, we're not going Calvary. to Canada. Although we love our Canadian listeners. Shout out to Canada. Um, to Cavalry is a video game 
by Joel Richardson. I'm doing great without that. Uh, Pilfer from pirates conspire with cardinals and perform miracles with an incompetent magician. The procession to cavalry is a... Oh, <laughs> I don't have time to I've never seen you take a nap. <laughs> Python-esque... Oh. Python-esque. Python. I'm so yeah. silly. I was, I was thinking it was like Philio something. <laughs> Python-esque adventure... Game made from Renaissance paintings and a spiritual successor to the critically acclaimed Four Last Things. Game is very positively reviewed. Came out April 9th, 2020, and it's created by Joel Richardson, developed by Joel Richardson, and published by both Joel Richardson super and su yeah, Super Hot Productions. Is that? I um, guess so. They must have Super Hot. It's always interesting when you yeah. see developers just like switch the hats to be a publisher for a little bit. Like, I, I like this, this game. I just really, it. before I, is Super Hot one person? I don't think I don't so. Because think so. maybe Joel Richardson worked on Super Hot, but then did this independently, but uh, it's like sort of rolled in. See, here's a time when we should have did our homework. Maybe. <laughs> Joel Richardson, if you're listening, first of all, pretty cool what game. Do do, Second of all, Richardson? let us know how this all uh, comes together. Popular user-defined tags for this product are Adventure, Point and Click, Surreal, and Two Hidden Tags. Mm. Um, cut out. <laughs> M massive Key. <laughs> You're both correct. It's indie and funny uh, are the hidden tags. Nice. Uh, I, I thought funny was an interesting tag. But I'll take it. This is um, Dave, but I, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a heathen. I belong atop a wheel, on a tree trunk. So maybe you should enlighten the listener and tell them how this game goes. <clears throat> Procession to Calvary is a point-and-click adventure that doesn't take itself seriously. It's set after a fictional religious crusade that has just ended, much to, to the dismay of the main character, as she is still riddled with bloodlust, eager for more legal killing. So she seeks out, um, what's his name? Immortal John, who's the new leader, and talks to him. And she gets permission to hunt down Heavenly Peter, who was the person the country had revolted against in the first place, but has fled to a place of sanctuary. Your mission is to reach Heavenly Peter and smite him, all the while enjoy enjoying scenery stolen from Christian Renaissance paintings that further the satire and depict the religion in a silly way. <laughs> Rated T for torture. Oh, <laughs> borrowed. Well, is there anything more more Christian than torture? Let's wow. Get this is this is where we're going with this. <laughs> um. Well, let's start there. Not not with the torture, but no, with yeah. the, <laughs> so you take the, two steps back from the torture. <laughs> the when you look at this game, very unique. Has a very unique. Uh, not honestly, idea. I think it's like. Was the idea? It's a. It's a. I can't. The word is escape at the moment. That's a. It's. It has a very unique um, method of telling the story. Has a uh, angle. What angle? Maybe. Sure, I'll sure. go with angle. At the lack of words that I can bring yeah. right now. But like I said, taking these Renaissance Christian paintings, mm -hmm. animating them basically, and putting it as the window dressings of a point-and-click adventure, really leaning into the satire. Um, very attempted funny dialogue, very absurdist. Mm -hmm. um, so as you kind of seep yourself into this stuff, funny, mm -hmm. enjoyable, yeah, much, much like Monty Python, it's it's pretty absurd. And, you know, they're making, you know, taking lulls at uh, history. 
Often. But did you lull, Dave? It, it, at times. Mm. You know? I did not find it, it funny. I mean, it, it was okay. I enjoyed the uh, the fourth wall breaking mm. with, like, with, the, with the god above. I particularly like with the part where, like, there's that animation that he's clearly very self-conscious about. And it's like, do you understand how hard it is to Those do? Those scenes the are hysterical. The Adobe FX joke, I was, yeah. like, chuckling. I was like, this is stupid. This is funny. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a good game. You know, it's funny. <laughs> it's really but, funny. Just thinking, Dave, like, but those six guys stood out to there were a lot of times you were like, eh. Like, did, did, but like, even if you didn't find it funny, did you find it, like, ever crass or kind of trying too hard? I mean, I th- thought most of it was crass. But I didn't one? feel like it was trying too hard. <laughs> it was different, like, when it's, like, when it's... I didn't feel like the jokes totally fell flat just, as much as it's not necessarily my type of humor. Hmm, okay. So what about you, Did Did you kind of feel in the same way, that there were certain things, or were you just... I, was, I didn't think much of it. You know, I kind of... The humor was whatever. Um, I laughed at a few things. I was like, I didn't know if the game was trying to make me laugh other times. Ultimately, uh, it's a little... It didn't really remind me of Monty Python that much. Mm, in, in the we- I don't know. I don't know. Because maybe, maybe Monty Python used killing in a very sparing way. This game this is very game violent. Is all about <laughs> killing and violence. And I think that when killing happened in Monty Python, it was like shocking. And then the characters would be like, what? Why did you do that? Poking fun at how brutal that time period that they're depicting was and stuff. Um, but, you know, it didn't really... I didn't... Once I stopped thinking about it as a Monty Python uh, re- reference, I was like, oh, this, this game is its own thing. It's making fun of the Renaissance, which is a great time to make fun of. It's a weird time of I, human history. And I... Uh, just to jump on that, that was kind of the thing that always got to me. Like, I thought it was such a great just contrast because... Looking at those, not that I know a lot about art and art history, but those paintings are always kind of from from our 21st century viewpoint. Like, I don't know, kind of look really goofy and dumb. Mm-hmm. And they're, well, they're also really very impressive. serious things. They're very yeah. nicely done, and considering when they were made, they're beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, I guess so, but like, I don't know. Like, if I look at historical art, just from my time in art history, this was not an era I ever felt like, oh, this is this is where it's at. Like, I like all mm-hmm. these things. So I thought just making it absurd and kind of pointing out, especially just a lot of the characters, because everything is borrowed from different paintings. Mm. I thought it just, it hit just the right tone for me. Mm. For So like what David, you were saying, like, you know, not your type of humor. This was exactly my type of humor. Yeah. I don't remember a game I've laughed this much at in a while. Yeah. Um, and I think humor in video games in general is pretty hard to pull off. It can be. For the yeah. most part. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. few successful comedy games. Like, the South Park games are two ones that, that kind of stick out to me. It's like, okay, these are legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought this game was legitimately funny. There were well, so many points that were just similar, like... Very similarly, like, I I don't necessarily find South Park funny. So, mm-hmm. therefore, like, it's similar. Like, I yeah. find that too crass. And yeah. that was my big concern going into this game. Because I, I recognize, I'm like, this game has a type. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys are going to just eat I, it up with this because It's I funny because I like South Park sometimes and I don't like it other times. Mm-hmm. A great example is tonight we were watching a show called What We Do in the Shadows, which I think you both will like because it's about Staten Island who live in... I'm sorry. It's about vampires who live in Staten Island. <laughs> Staten okay. Island vampires? It's a great show. Oh, oh I love amazing. this. You got to watch it. It's on <laughs> Hulu. And 
we and Marie and I are watching it, and it's usually pretty chill. But there was one part in the episode where somebody gets their head punched off, and this kind of stuff doesn't happen in the show. It's like about vampires, but there's not a ton of violence. But this moment, and Marie like exclaimed, "Holy s!" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that did take me off guard as well." So like, and that to me was like the right dose of out of characterness for the show. Hmm. So that's I, yeah. Sometimes I like South Park. Sometimes I don't. Uh, so I, I get it. So, but you would say, would you say overall, Dan, more funny than not funny? I don't know, man. Uh, I I left it. I left more than I didn't. <laughs> All right. You know, I was like, <laughs> why am I smacking this horse? Because a lot of it I recognized were jokes about the painting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's when I was like, this is funny. Because like he was like, somebody looked at a painting and said, what if this happened in it? And like, what if a skunk yeah, yeah. got into the I, room where everyone's arguing over this aunt, this person's aunt's belongings, and the room had to be, like, aired out? Mm. I think a it's fu- a funny you know. concept to have looked at the paintings and trying to imagine the scene in action and, yeah. and mm-hmm. thought of this instead. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Well, on that point, well, I kind of transitioned to, like, the gameplay of it, that mm-hmm. this is very much a point-and-click. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that, obviously, because you're point-and-clicking, but then... It falls into that category of, which I think a lot of ones do, is kind of this almost absurdist logic where you're, you get a scene and you're you're presented with a puzzle basically, and then you need to take the elements that you can interact with and combine them in ways to solve said puzzle. Sometimes it, it's pretty straightforward. Sometimes it really, it's one of those things where if you like read a sentence of what you had to do out loud, anyone else who's listening to you like you are out of your mind. You right. stole cocaine to give a midget. To increase the rate he plays, um, so that a man on a spigot will vomit up a pair of pliers. You're yeah, burying sure. the lead, sir. <laughs> it's not a midget; it's a metronome. Metronome. Oh well, G-N-O-M. but you gotta speed him up. But there's a pun in there. Metronome. He controls the speed of the music. Oh, actually, you know what? I didn't realize. It's an amazing. <laughs> those are the jokes that got me. The puns that that are just dumb puns, and that's the example that you just glazed over. Sorry, Hello. dude. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> They're even when you use the head, the severed head. Which, by the way, when you say these sentences out loud, <sighs> yeah. Um, when you use the severed head on things that it's not supposed to be used for, um, your character goes, "Ah, oh, that's no way to get a head in life." Ha, get yeah. it? It's a pun. And I'm like, I, I like. All that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I well, like, I like well, Jesus as a magician. That was a good one. That too. was supposed to be Jesus. Okay. Wasn't that really the boy? Genius. The boy was at the table. Wasn't that a thing too? It's like, why is there a boy with the leash? Again, yeah, back he is, to the because he was like handcuffed to him. I'm assuming <laughs> that goes back to the what is going on in this painting. Let me make this Fair part God. of my game moment. It's pretty good. Yeah. The good old straight magician. Mm-hmm. But going to the the puzzles, Dave, I'll, I'll kick it back to you. Um, as you know, we we always cu- say we cut our teeth on those early Lucas Art ones. Mm-hmm. Um, did you feel right at home? Did you enjoy the puzzles? Yeah, I mean, were... I felt right at home. I uh, there was a couple of puzzles that I felt were, I don't know, like the <laughs> specifically what you have to do with the severed head bothered me because it's like because it was like first of all you've already used the bucket of bugs, mm. you know, for the skunk, right? And then like the fact that you have to dip the head in there twice because the first time you you dip it in and take it out it's half eaten mm-hmm. right there's not a lot of again there's right. not a lot of times where you have to reuse an object to get yeah, to yeah. so it, yeah, it's yeah. just didn't, it just didn't feel right, right. like i don't 
It's always interesting when games like that, they have to, like, build their logic, so then when something kind of steps outside of their logic, it's yeah. like, wait, what, huh? The thing that got me with that particular puzzle was that, so you get judged, so, so let me just walk us mm-hmm. through it. You have to offer up a sacrifice to the devil to mm-hmm. As appease, appease the devil and get a pearl, because, again, sentences out loud. Because their um, magic oyster doesn't give any, isn't giving any pearls right now. Obviously, the devil <laughs> sacrifice needs to succeed, right? So you bring something, devil judges it, and mm-hmm. whether or not it's correct, you find out by means of a face mm-hmm. through the devil's butt. The thing that got me about that particular puzzle, so I had the severed head heffing, and I put it on the pedestal because I'm thinking this is this is the kind of stuff the it's devil wants. You know, it's pretty I mean, gross. Did you figure it out? You didn't figure it out through I the riddle? I figured it out until you guys told me. The riddle, no, the riddle didn't make any sense to me. I just put stuff on top. The riddle is really convoluted. I, I want you to walk <laughs> well, you through that Well, doesn't even say second. that. It's like this let me Let me just finish this thought, and then I definitely want to know how you figured out the riddle on your own. The thing that got me about the severed head is that the game didn't give me a hint that I was on the right track. It mm-hmm. acted as if I was totally off track, which would have been look good if the devil's butt maybe made like a mm-hmm. uh, like you know a different thing and then the game was like oh mm-hmm. you're close but you know because how much farther like i've solved the puzzle right Make i mean the, I head, put the, yeah. the head was the first thing i put on there right mm. <laughs> right and, like, yeah, i didn't know so, it, had, it, it had to be a skull though yeah so that i agree a little bit of a gripe there um, yeah. But See, Dave, did you oh. actually? Sorry, Mark. I just want—I no. really want to hear if Dave solved this puzzle on its own, or what the steps are. I—I I will tell you the. I looked it up. I'm going to be honest. With Is you. it letters? Ha- no, it has to do with. So he tells you all about you know the, the names, right? Should I read the? Should I, like, I read the yeah, riddle? Do you have it? I can nearby. Riddle procession. I mean, I can tell you. <laughs> you do this, and I'll. The whole thing is that they tell you the names and, the, and there are names and numbers associated with them, basically. And what the thing is that these names are the names of the painters. So you have to go and you find the um, the crucifix paintings inside of uh, the museum, and then you in and you look at what they have one of or none of or two oh, of in man. these paintings. Based off of their first name. You have to remember the artist's name when you look at it. And also observe, oh, in some paintings there's a skull on the ground. In some paintings, in one of the paintings there's two skulls on the ground. And that's that's how you're supposed to figure out, oh, the thing he wants is a skull. I I put the head I put the head on the altar, it didn't work. I put in the bugs and it was half eaten. I was like, yeah. that's kinda of odd, it's half. Let me see if it can get a hole eaten. And I put it back in again. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's a really crazy riddle. And I was going to say something that's earlier. That's a insane. But the thing that I think we're all missing is an art degree. To, like, mm. really enjoy. Not just for that riddle, but as... To really enjoy I, this game. I feel as though people who have a, art, a degree in art history would mm. laugh at this game nonstop. Because they... Yeah, that is a silly painting. Right. They studied, well, they studied how long they studied to take all these things seriously. Oh, yeah, I know the history behind that. He painted it while his wife was sick with tuberculosis Mm. or whatever. And (laughs) then there's this painting where they're like goofing off and and there's a skunk farting in the room. Like, that's to me probably Mm. where the humor, and that riddle to me also says that that's the audience's brain. Because they'd be like, oh, (laughs) skulls, obviously. The audience's brain. I just like that phrase. I just went for something gross. 
Well, besides that, that puzzle, Dan, was there any that you were kind of like, eh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, there was the other one I was stuck on with the, the, the treasure. Oh, mm. see, that was one. I only had two that really got me stuck. I couldn't, I realized, I'm like, okay, this is not, because it is the painting in which you physically could walk in. I'm like, okay, but it's not there. So where is this painting? I had no idea right. that it was one of the paintings in yeah. the museum. So I had to look that up because there's yeah. so many. And I, again, I, and I was actually writing off the museum as a place for us Kickstarter. to appreciate. No, no, no. That's the back room, <laughs> which I think is also hilarious. But when I got in there, I instantly realized these are all the paintings that we've seen in the game. Right. Presented. So this is the homage room. Here's where all the art came from. It's the reference room. Right. I didn't really think too much of it in that sense. So, uh, you know, I like a little hint here and there. I would have liked a hint to know, like, oh, this looks like something that would, I mean, whatever. I'm, you know, but I I, I do like that they, yeah, like I do like that they, they gave you that option where, okay, highlight everything in this room that's interactable. That's good. Just so you can then, once you really kind of get to it, it's like, okay, I only have so many elements because the game's not really that big. There's only so many rooms you kind of mm, go to. Yeah. So it's like, once you, especially when you hit that kind of last section where you're in their town, it's like the final area, pretty much. It's like, really, I was kind of, when I got stuck, I was always like, okay, go to a room. What do I, can I possibly interact with? And the mm-hmm. hints, I think, for the most part, are pretty good that one with the head is definitely yeah. super convoluted but um it took me a little while to get the one with the the one with the dead body and the the whole group in there and having to clear it out but they like oh. with the hits like just figuring out took you a know, little bit th- that one came to me pretty quick once i oh, realized yeah. the window was interactable i uh thought they actually also give you a context clue and they they yeah. say something about how you know it stinks or whatever it, right or it could it's stink, like okay something like that how could i get this this thing right and i was and i wanted her to fart to be honest but she didn't the only <laughs> yeah like the only yeah, puzzle can't like make her fart on demand <laughs> that's a thing day. i'll i'll share <laughs> in a minute that happens what farting on demand y- yep you can fart on demand in this game oh Oh, we'll have to talk new, about it. Is it a phone version thing? No, we'll have to talk about it when we discuss our endings. Oh. Because I might have gotten two endings while we were sitting here. Oh. Not only that. did I beat this game once, I beat this game twice. Well, are you ready? There's three endings, Dan. I, I only got two of them. I got all three. Well, <laughs> I, I was imagine. Like, I, it to Dan. I was like, knowing Mark, he liked this game. He had Loved He it. platinumed it. So Absolutely. I was talking to Dave about it. it, yeah. If you like <laughs> a game a little bit, you platinum it, I think. Yeah, if I have a... It's like a... It's a respect plat. It's like, a, I respect you too much, game. You made me smile one time. That's all I'm going to spend 20 more hours on you. <laughs> my, my... Well, it, that was nice to... It like, really only took... I think I beat this game in, like, two settings. It was only, like... I, I think my game clock... I think I looked it up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it was, like, three hours to do... Basically, it was one in like a point one because to get the the bad ending, because we kind of jump to the endings if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get to was it heavenly? Peter oh, the goal of the game. Peter? The goal of the game is to murder. Yeah, like they yeah. said earlier, murder heavenly so, Peter. You're helping yeah. immortal John. Mortal John. John yeah. Peter. Biblical names. Yeah. Well, basically, you can either kill him and you kind of fulfill what the whole game was, and then you kill more people, or you let him live and you get to be in like luxury and it's again another painting that they could have slapped your yes. face on yeah. it's so goofy and that's where you can fart on demand and oh right but why not you don't care you fart, right. fart as much as you want that's right so yeah i mean the endings were pretty funny i think yeah we, we could talk about each of them like were you guys invested in the story at all 
in that sense. No. Like, but I, I, I see it. Like, I don't even think it's the type of game you really get invested in the story. It's just a battle. It's just like, ha ha. <laughs> Look at this. Like, you know, just getting off the donkey. And Did you just, read everything like, out loud? No. Like, to oh, yourself? When I, when, I read, when I read in my head, I'm reading it out loud in my head, mm. as we've discussed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but wait, just going back to the puzzles real quick. The one that I thought was just kind of stinky. I didn't like the talent show reading, singing the note things. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Just like, okay, it's not in English and it's not like funny. So it's literally, I don't know how, who would take the time to memorize it? No one. You would just look it up. And then you, mean, you, you just, take notes. Just, the thing. just like you would yeah. have when you were a kid. I mean, you take a note. I don't know. As someone notes, who has uh, sung in Latin and stuff like that, you know, before. It's just like, you just looked at the phrasing. But it is the it is different on the pitch, because it's like certain words are spaced out because it goes by the notes as opposed to yeah, the lyrics. Yeah, that's how music works. I don't like it. I don't okay. like it at all. Don't like it. So it's like, that was the only puzzle. I was like, this is stupid. I don't like this. Dave studied music, so he it makes perfect it. sense. <laughs> I, I thought it made perfect sense because I, I don't know, left to right. I kind of... No, I think it makes sense. I just don't think it's fun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's comparatively well, to like it's all just the other... interesting to me because you like a game that makes you take notes and this is a situation where you could just take it yeah note. but this but it's not like it wasn't easy enough because it's in another language not even that it's not easy enough there's no like connection i need to make on my own based on the information it's literally just R- transposing memorizes. it's just transposing it yeah. like you think it's like that, um... that's often the case in other games too well like i'm thinking of um what was like a dumb puzzle that I liked uh, in um, untold stories untold. Like when we were doing like the, the beeps and the boops, like when you're in the, the shed and you got to like transpose all the stuff like for that, it's just like there's information being like told. So it's like, okay, I need to write these things down just so then I can then use that to solve something else as opposed mm-hmm. to, I'm just transposing. I mean, a small point, a game but, makes me yeah. do Morse code. I just panic. Because it's not easy. Because it's like you're really mm-hmm. listening. You're like, is that 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 that, or is that dot uh, dot that that? Was that dash or dot? Is that, <laughs> I don't know. I will say that I think is that two letters or one letter. My biggest takeaway with the note part of it is that the game doesn't make you do that ever beforehand. It kind of mm-hmm. dropped that in. You know, how do you yeah. remember the song? Take notes. Yeah. So that's why I wasn't down to like Dave, but Dave also memorized it, so I had that going for me. Dave was like, oh yeah, it's one. Oh three- yeah. One three four one three one two, three, four, two, one, two, four, three, one two three four. One two three four. I was like, no way, this is gonna work. It totally worked. So <laughs> props totally worked. to Dave's music degree helping me through that moment. There we go. Um, With the third ending, I'm guessing that you guys got the third ending. So I, no, I didn't bother to kill. I, first I end, went down yeah. the path of killing somebody and noticed that the game was gonna be totally different. And then I was like, all right, I gotta, I, I restarted the game. It's not totally different, but basically, it's pretty different. There's the people at the end on top where Peter is. They're like, oh, this this person's trouble. And like an army's waiting there for you. Um, And then after it's. Yeah, it's very different because if you kill someone early. Then the whole town square, which is like that whole slew of uh, where you do all the four things to get all the bribes. Mm. Like that whole area is empty. Whole area is empty. Yeah, there's no people out there. Like you can't get the you can't get the boat pass. You have to kill oh. the boat. Bro. Well, maybe maybe it's because of the way I played it. Because 
knowing what I was okay, you could beat this game very very quickly because basically you could just murder the the gatekeepers, mm-hmm. which you have to solve a puzzle for. Yeah. So I just murdered everyone, and you could beat the game extremely quickly. So maybe I didn't even notice that there was like nobody people because I was just literally walked across. Yeah, no one, the no one will open. Go you can't go in, in any of those buildings because they're like, no, there's you're a, a murderer. murderer. So you got to commit yeah. to that, that lifestyle. Yeah. There's a certain, like, you could, I think it's after two or three murders, like, God starts striking you, like, with lightning. The first, the first murder you I did, I got struck. I feel like I don't, I don't remember that. Did you play this like game more? I planned a bit. <laughs> but to be fair, I also played it a few weeks ago, so possibly oh. these small details. But murdering people at the end gets you crucified, which is not pleasant. And you're like, oh. ah! That, that. That scene was so ridiculous. That was very ridiculous. To see. There's but a again, scene... if you were there, it's like, what was it like to be there? Dear listener, <laughs> there is a scene, and again, if you know about this painting, I'm sure it makes a ton of sense and much more logical, but you're basically walking through a sea of people who are being crucified, and they're all screaming, and there's one dude with a shirt on, and your character denotes the good fashion choice. It's hysterical. Mm-hmm. But it's also no because that guy has a shirt and no pants. Bizarre, right? He flipped as, it. As no opposed to the opposite. <laughs> and I imagine that's in the painting where it's like oh, it's funny. Why is that one dude dressed? <laughs> so well, so let's kind of pull it together. This game seventy eight on Metacritic. So uh, valuing basically how much time you spent on it, the puzzles, the humor, etc. We'll start with you, Dave. Too high, too low, just about it's too right. high. Whoa! Just so. The puzzles weren't interesting enough. Humor wasn't yeah, enough. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, oh, it depends. Like, are you going to dock it for its length? Like, how do you justify this, that part? This is the Dave scale. This is, you how do you I have to justify like, any my, of these things? It's like, imagine I said that I want a 10-page paper and you only gave me five. Did you want a 10-page paper? Well, maybe I did. <laughs> for the price point. I guess, yeah, if you're thinking it's like I want a point and click. Because, yeah, that makes sense to me. What about you, Dave? Uh, Dave, Dad? <laughs> wow. You think us all I can, the yeah, I barely know who you are. are all the same. So I have a couple thoughts. First of all, I'm going to avoid telling you what I feel about the score itself as much as possible. Um, okay. I have a very interesting bottom floor of a good point-and-click adventure game for me, and it's the singular moment where in, was it Day of the Tentacle, mm. where to get it to rain, you have to wash the carriage. The car because yes. Yes. The, the best way to get <laughs> right because how do you get how do you guarantee rainstorm you, you wash, wash your, your car. car and that is that is point click logic to the fullest right there <laughs> i never had that moment with this game i never thought ah of of course the joke mm. is right there and it's funny the game made me laugh for other reasons but the mm. puzzles didn't make me go like i literally i'll never forget that moment in day of the tentacle i put my controller down or whatever it was and i was like yeah, and I was floored, and I'm like, that's really funny. Like that to me is genius, mm-hmm. and it seemed to hit it, but it still I thought it was enjoyable, and I, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if I had an art degree. Uh, what so a, what a funny game, Day of the Tentacle. It's right, it's you know, and and um, yeah, I, I I think it was fine. I think a 75 would be fair. Like so too high for you. Yeah, I think so. I hate saying it, but I'm reading some Steam reviews, and one of them says, meeting the street magician. Changed my life. 10 out of 10. Bam. And another one compared to Undertale, um, which I thought makes sense. No, because you could play the game Genocide. Oh, totally well, different. Sure. I guess so. You know, right. That, that like effect. 
it's a really blanket way to you know Undertale it's like it reminds me of skyrim you know swords undertale, undertale <laughs> took you like i don't know 20 hours to undertale, feel undertale was a little bit more ambitious <laughs> yeah and it went it went in but mm. i guess i understand but everyone seems to love it so i mean yeah, yeah i guess i think it comes down to i think we can all acknowledge that this you know it always comes back to that idea of well, what is this, the game tr- i would give it like a flat 70 flat 70 See, like, flat 70 in my mind... See, and that's what I always like this, because our floors and what we value for numbers is different. Like, I feel like a 70 is almost, like, borderline bad game. Dude, this is what this is. Dude, I'll play a 65 <laughs> and stuff about it. I mean... It's, it's, see, it, I guess the way I kind of see it, it, it's it's always kind of that, that balance of, one, what is the game trying to do, and does it do it, versus, okay. you know, like, something else. Like, whether it's trying to do something that it defend and fails to do. So for me, this game is trying to be just a funny, goofy point and click. Sure. So is I, this a game you would recommend to someone if they like point and clicks? Hmm. I, I would see, say if they like classic art. That's my. That's actually like if I know an artist. Well, see, I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't need to really know the art. I think you, obviously there's that layer to it, but I don't think like you need to know it to 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 find. I feel it like those people will walk away from it. Dying. You're saying like that's my uh, thing. Uh, what was it? Yeah. A seventy-eight. Eight. Eight. A 78 sounds like a game I might recommend to someone. I would not recommend this game. I feel like if someone wanted a point and click, though, like, this is, it's more of a joke than, a like, a point and click adventure, really, because okay. it's so short. So, but if I, you're, ex- if you're trying that. to, I'm just, <laughs> because, I'm just trying to, I, I'm trying to understand where you come off saying that this game is almost an 80. I, because, again, just from my personal taste, I really actually appreciated how short it was. It's mm-hmm. just, in the, in the world of everything, it takes you 30 plus to do. It's nice, this was just nice, I thought, just between massive games, this is a nice quick little haha that I got okay. something out of. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought the puzzles were good enough. I don't think there were anything like, oh, that was clever. Like, stuff like with Day of the Tentacle and things like that. Like You know what some really an good puzzles. annoying thing that this game does? Oh boy. Is that it won't let you do things before you are prompted Prepared to need to do, to do things. Yes. Like you can't pick the berries until you know you're supposed to pick the berries. Right. It's like what would be the point? But like um, you play like a Monkey Island game. If there's an item that you could pick up, you could pick it up. Hmm. And so, if it's available later as a solve for this puzzle and you already have it, then that's good. For, that's good on you. Dan looks. Dan looks like he's he disagrees. I've no. I've uncovered a layer that we've all ignored or not oh. discussed. This is a sequel. Four Last Two. Things isn't a spiritual successor. Immortal John is the main character in Four Last Things. Get out! Really? I'm looking at it. I was like, is that funny? See? Is it good? I think it looks like it's trying to. It's the same. Even like the UI is the same. So oh, now I'm pretty that. certain that this game had a fan base going into it. The sequel, uh, so right. I'm, I'm add to it. Yeah, that it's called four last things. About how I feel about it. It's the exact same Renaissance paintings. You play as Immortal John. He's not immortal yet, so I think that story that he tells is probably mm. the way this ends. Mm. So well, I think that and it I'm looks exactly that. the same. It looks exactly the same. So I think oh, that might be as long as it's funny enough. See, like in the, in that kind of where it kind of landed for me, where like I would probably say slightly too low. I think I, for me, I would put it around an eighty. If someone was looking for a point, like with the idea that you're looking for something that's just kind of 
haha funny and not too long, which is all the things I was looking for when I when I picked up this game, met all those expectations for me. I but I, at the same time, like if someone was like, I really want to get to like a good one. I don't think you start off with this one. You, you start off with like the classics. Yeah, really this, this wouldn't be your first point click adventure, but. This is a funny game. It's a little I funny haha game. Check out the entire the Immortal John Triptych franchise on Steam. There it is. All right. Well, we'll dive. In, I'll, we'll dive into that off pod. <laughs> well, let's let's dive into now. Final, the last thing, the trivial taste maker. Oh yes. Ah, good day, sir, and good day to you, sir. Do you know what is on the docket for this evening? Uh, I believe it is a trivial taste maker. Ah, very good. Very good. Very good, very good indeed. Uh, current scoreboard, David, one point. Mark, one point. Dan Zilch. Yeah, that's right. Thanks. Thank but, you. Thank you for. So tonight, the 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 course of the season will be told because it's Mark's tastemaker. Dan will either tie us all up, or Dave will snatch back his crown, of, thrust of, into of the, the lead. lead, as he as he is often to do. Um. Normally, Mark doesn't like to connect the tastemaker to the podcast or the podcast game. He lets usually you guys do that because he's not that clever. But I had an idea, and I was like, oh. "I'm going to do this." Aha. So I call this tonight point and click logic. Oh boy! So I, as as we've kind of mentioned, I think, or at least I mentioned that. Yes, you did. A big staple of point and clicks, I always think, is sometimes just. Kind of leaps in logic. Like, this is a little absurd, but in the context of the game, it works out. But then when you actually think of it outside, it's like, that is really bizarre. So I have for you guys seven point-and-click adventures. I have picked out, and I'm pretty sure you guys have not played any of these. So I perp- this is one of those where you, you don't know the answer to this. You're just going to have to use your, your judgments. Um, I've picked out a puzzle in those point-and-click adventures. And I have come up with three solutions that are all equally, well... I think all very absurd. Well, one of them is the real one. One of them is actually real and mm. somewhat absurd. Your job is to okay. pick what is the actual solution in this game. And you're sure. So this is never two games. lies and a truth, but with point and click logic. Point and click logic. Got so it. first one. Get my pin. Oh, one of us has the score. advantage on this. I'm okay with it, but I'm just saying. I don't know. We'll see. How if you, one, oh, Dude, I would I, be I, really surprised if you played any of these games. I'm though. like... <laughs> There's a reason I play, reason I play Titan first is because fists solve puzzle, you know. <laughs> well, fist. Well, I'm always hitting things in video games. Well, here we go. First game. We'll see if you hit this. Gabriel Knight Three. Apparently, is a very bad. Oh man, it's my favorite game. These puzzle is you need to ob- obtain a mustache for a costume. Oh okay. How do you get this mustache? Do you a combine kid scissors with the wig of the wildebeest and apply it? Uh, and talk to the hair to apply spit. Do you use a razor to shave the eyebrows off a gorilla statue in a museum and combine it with your glue ball? Or do you put masking tape on a hole in the ground and scare a black cat past it? How do you get this mustache? I'm going with C. C. The masking tape on hole and... The cat runs by. Final answer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the uh, B. I'm gonna go with the glue ball gorilla eyebrows. gorilla statue. Dan, you are correct. Okay. Yeah. You scare a cat, and the cat runs by the tape. Talk and steals spit. the hair off the. Talk Terrible. spit was a bit of a stretch. 
That was a little bit of a stretch. But I like where your head was at because I would have thrown my computer across the room. Probably. I gotta talk to I it. Talk to, I gotta talk to Smet. That's so right. stupid. Next one. This one is a game called The Longest Journey. The puzzle is there is an iron key that you need for to open a door, but the key is sitting on a live wire. How do you get okay. this key? You A, create a key fishing rod out of a clamp, a string, and a rubber duck. Do you B, you bribe the railway guard with an issue of hooves of thunder after discovering his horse fetish. Or C, you acquire the elephant trunk and use it as an extension to the Super Suck 5000. How do you get that key? Make the fishing rod out of the clamp string and rubber duck? Bribe the railway I, guard I need to know, with his horses? I need to know if you came up with this horse fetish or not, so I'm going to have to go with B. Let's go My with horse gut fetish. tells me A, because it's the most logical one. You got the rubber duck for grounding. Yeah. So you're going with A. Well... Not, not for that reaction. Not for grounding, but, but yes. rather for insulation. For, thank you. That's what I meant. I'm a science guy. All right. Dan, you are correct. Like a science guy. <laughs> I needed to know if you came up with I did. this whole... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what could they give the guard who controls the thing? Maybe is there a horse horses? in this game? Oh, no, I don't guard. think so. The guard At first I thought horses. the guard was like... When I, when I started building in my head, in my I was like, cabin. is he a... Is the guard a... What's that character? Mm. A minotaur? Or a centaur. centaur? centaur. No. I, I don't actually think there's any horses involved in this game. But you guys oh. don't know that because you didn't play yeah, it. We don't know anything about Aha! this game. It's my game right. of the year that year. So, so. Dan, you're up by two. Dave, you still have time to catch up. I, I, I might have oh, reverse jinxed to myself. I like this one. This one's good. This right is the now. game called The Mystery of the Druids. Mm, okay. The puzzle is you have to get changed. Funny. She doesn't look druid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spaceballs is Vespa! always there. Uh, you have to get change to contact the contact the professor at a museum in Oxford with a payphone. So you got to get the change to got use it. the phone to call the professor. Mm -hmm. How do you get the change? Do you a steal alcohol from a forensic department and use it to knock out a hobo and steal his change? <laughs> do you B do you equip the blowtorch to sever the water pipes to gain access to the bottom of a fountain that has sharks in it? Or C. Do you knock over milk cartons as a distraction and lock a cashier in a fridge and steal it from the register? How do you get that change? I want the shark's fountain. I want shark's the. Fountain. I want the one with the register. The register. You're both wrong. Is the hobo? How do you get it? You have to steal alcohol from you a forensic department lab and use it to knock out a hobo and steal his change. That game is mean. It was a little weird. <laughs> weird puzzle. All right. Did you play get that one? No. Did you play any of these games? No. Yeah. <laughs> I looked up absurd point clicks, and then I looked at the puzzles. I was like, that's stupid. Well, this gives you a leg up if I ever do a point click red herring. I mean, just be knowledgeable of what I'm saying. Next one. Hopkins FBI, this one's called. Stop it. And in this one, you're in a, a wax museum, and there's a dead body in a wax statue. How do you get the body out of the statue? Do you, A... Use a Molotov cocktail with the fireplace and melt the statue. Not the statue, you put it on the fireplace. And that creates the heat that melts the statue. Do okay. you B, do you solve a temperature puzzle and hack a thermostat to increase the temperature to make it melt? Or do you C, use a saw to cut the bottom of the wax-eating worm exhibit and unleash them on the statue? Oh, it's C. It's C. The worms? It's C. 
and final answer. Oh. I think it's a melting one. I think it's. I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with A. A the Molotov cocktail one. Yeah. It's gonna be B, isn't it? It is. Dave is correct. You use a Molotov cocktail on a fireplace. Don't know why he would have just set the fireplace to slight the fire. Guy well, used a Molotov too cocktail. Much. Apparently. <laughs> you need a little action in there, Mark. Well, apparently. Oh, oh, this one. This one's good. All right. Three left. Dave, you're down by one. Here we go. Mm. This game is called Les Manly. Like Les Miserables? Yeah, but Manly. Les, Les Manly, then. Les, Les Manly. Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the puzzle is um, you're dressed as an Elvis impersonator, and you're on stage, but you get trampled by the crowd. Okay. How do you avoid this fate? How do you solve this pro- this puzzle? Do you A, you retrieve a gun from the television and fire it into the air to scare off the crowd? Do you B, do you provide an unwarranted kiss to a fortune teller to make her disappear and you find a resurrection in- card in the lizard on her desk, which allows you to be run over, but then you could revive yourself? Or C, do you steal a wrench from a toolbox and loosen the supports under a stage Send the crowd plummeting to their deaths. What do you do in this game? Uh, fortune teller one. Fortune teller one for Dave. B. That's also the fortune teller one. A. You're locking step with a. this. A. 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 The fire the gun into the crowd or into the air to scare yeah, the. Yeah, this sounds yes. better than murder. Does, but B is actually correct. Dave is correct. You kiss. You onward kiss a fortune teller. And she runs away, and inside a lizard on her desk is a card that will revive you. That's how you solve this puzzle. The, yep. the answer is, you don't avoid getting trampled. You just you still get trampled. You still get you trampled, back. but it's okay. You win. You win getting trampled. <laughs> that's, that's how you get around it. All right, you are tied up two two. We have two left. Down to the wire. This is a game called Runaway. Point click adventure. There's a girl, Gina. And she's captured by a gang of thugs in the desert. How do you save her from this gang of thugs? Do you A, capture a UFO from a military base and use the tractor beam on Gina to whisk her up from above? Do you B, combine lipstick with gunpowder and tanning oil to create the ammo for a Gatling gun and you shoot the thugs? Or do you C, Find the main thug's address book and call each thug and his gang using a voice shifter to impersonate their mothers, telling them it's time to come home for supper. Oh, I love that one. Hmm. I love How that do you one save Gina from these thugs? So again, A, UFO, whisker out of there. B, lipstick, gunpowder, tanning oil. this game again? Runaway. Don't be clicking around there on the internet there, Dave. No, I'm not. I just want to know. <laughs> So B again, lipstick, gunpowder, tanning oil, create bolts for a Gatling gun. C, call up those thugs. It's time to come home for supper. I'm saying A. A? You have All right, I'll, I'll take the supper one. I'll take the, the supper bait. one. You're both wrong. It was it a Gatling gun? Gatling gun. Violence. Lipstick, tanning oil with gunpowder. Basically, it's the sort of thing you get a packet of lipstick and you literally pull out all the lipstick and you fill it with gunpowder and you slowly you make bullets. Sure. Why not? All right. Last one. Last one. Weird. King's Quest V. Oh, this is a video game. This is a video I've game. heard of this one. And this is kind of a famous puzzle in it, apparently. Oh. Yeah, there's a Yeti, and you got to defeat the Yeti. How does one defeat the Yeti? 
Well, three possibilities. One, you buy a custard pie and you throw it in his face and he falls off a cliff. Okay. B, you take a belt and attach it to a tall mirror and you use it to scare the Yeti with his own reflection, sending him off the cliff. Or do you see you steal ice skates from the gym and use them to skate around the Yeti, causing him to fall off the cliff? How'd he kill that Yeti? Pie face. Pie I think face. it's the mirror. The mirror. Winner of tonight's tastemaker. Dan Colonna. Hey! Pie in the face. You pie that. And Dan, why did I a second? I wonder if Dan has seen this. It was on a Game Grumps episode. Oh, I haven't seen he it. He did it. Yeah, I, neither did I. Dan, Dan and I was reading it. And I was like, how does this work? And then I watched them do it. You watched Dan Avedan do it because Dan Avedan loves King's Quest. Pie right in the face. Shout out Dan Avedan for listening. There we go. So snap, we are now snap, snap tied. 1-1-1 one, one, one going nice. into the second half of the season. This has never happened. This is unprecedented. This is going to be what we call happened, a competitive. Unlike the New York football Jets as they played the New England right. Patriots today. How are the this Giants doing competitive. Now, Steve? They're also 0-2. So Everything is terrible. They're 0-2, but I don't know. Only they looked okay teams teams are in the last game. Only good They're... football teams. They might be 0-3 by the time you hear this podcast, listener. But because we recorded this in the past and you've made it to the end of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, as we pull up the machine, we have three games left on the dock for the season. We have Last Stop. We have Chicory. Chicory. And... It takes two. It takes two. That's correct. <gasps> It's last up. Oh boy, this game. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't build it up too much. I ha- I'm just gonna say I have strong feelings about this game. Very hey, strong. You said you went through a roller coaster. I'm excited. A roller to coaster. Learn why. I think, not pointing anyone fingers, it's important to finish this game to see oh. where it ends up. Well, it's on it iOS. Is. Maybe I own it already. It's possible. No, it's not on iOS. Kind of newer it's game. It's not on iOS. This is no. It's on Game Pass. You're not going to play it on Game Pass. You could buy it, buy it on guy. Game Pass. But is it another game stories? with talking? It's a talking game. It's a lot of talking games. A lot of talking. A lot of choosing your dialogue it's like options. A, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a movie where you get to choose what they say, and that's about it. Yeah, basically. Oh, cool. Do you make some choices? Oh, man. I not don't know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I so might be all about it. I might be about halfway through this game. <laughs> but that will be next time. If you're curious to listen in next time, listen, that's what we'll play and you can check it out. Um, in the meantime, if you enjoyed the podcast, let us know, leave us some ratings, some subscribing, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us on Twitter. We're dino underscore machines. I'm at Magrograg. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Dino Mac. And you don't need a like art to play Procession Account. But you probably will like it more if you do. You probably would, but it's still funny. I think you should play it. It's nice and short. He he would recommend it. I would recommend (laughs) it. All right, goodbye. It's the last. Bye. Bye.